0: On the line, we've got uh, Dr. Tepiso uh, Mantinji, educational uh, psychologist. Now, young people call it FOMO, and that's basically uh, going uh, khala, uh, mm-hmm. fear of missing out. You want to uh, be everywhere, uh, not like Sumizi, who doesn't want to be everywhere. Uh, is that a sign of uh, refusing to uh, grow up to you, Doctor?
1: Um, good morning, family. I, I don't really think it's just a sign of refusing to grow up. Mara. Some of us, we do it in subtle ways that we don't notice that we have informal. Now, think about it. If if Sumisi is having mawotawana or some kind of meal, and you are having yours in a restaurant, then you want to have a taste of his. Male, because he's going, mm, wahala. Mm, mm. That's one thing. The other one could be that he's he rocks up with a pair of shoes that you think I'd like to have that, mm. and you find that you are a bit resentful and jealous that he's got something that is nice. Those shoes look good on him. Whether they're going to look good on you is not. You're not even thinking about that. But you just want a piece of what he has. So we mm. tend to have form in subtle ways that we don't pay attention to, and it could be also that you are you are listening to other people's guitar, on visit, or mm. feel, as We call it komamelo. You are constantly interested in what's happening in other people's lives because if you do not know what's happening in their lives, maybe yours is not so important and you'd have to be to focus on your own problems and you can't really want to focus on your problems because they're overwhelming you. So it's better to, to, to keep your mind on other people. So formal manifests itself in many, many different ways. We focus on the young people wanting to attend events or go to parties because of, if they're not part of it, they feel excluded. The key part is that we all do it the problem is when it is now something that actually holds you down. It starts affecting you, and you don't know how to get out of it. And it, it results in you being resentful and bitter about your life and also about other people's successes. Now we are talking about a problem.
2: Uh, doctor, is has it got anything to do with age for real life? Because I'm thinking... I could still have four more. I'm 45, and there could yeah. be there could be a jazz concert at Muridili Park, and everybody's going there. And I realized, and I, I said, I'm not going. I don't feel like going. And then on the day, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I wish I was there. It. I don't think it has anything to do with me being trying to be young or anything. Is it? it does it have anything to do with age? We um, we know that
1: when you are younger. They need to be included in your social group to be part of a team, to mm-hmm. be part of something that is happening is very, very strong. Mm-hmm. And that's why kids who are early teens, pre-teens and, and in, within that period of adolescence, their ego strength is very weak and they're defined a lot by forming part of a group. Mm-hmm. Mara, when you are older, we, act, we expect you to have a stronger sense of self
0: mm-hmm. and also
1: very clear boundaries about what you can and cannot do. Now, when you are 45, it doesn't mean you're not going to want to, to be part of the people who didn't go to a to, to a day, yeah, yeah, yeah festival for example. Mm-hmm. You would want to do it. But the part gory, how you handle it is not going to be the same as when you are much younger. Mm-hmm. You are actually also expected to be responsible. So let's take an example. You are hanging around friends who are driving expensive cars, mm-hmm. right? And you want to show people that you have succeeded in your life mm. because that golf that you've been driving somehow makes everybody else think you haven't grown up yet mm. as a 45-year-old. Yet you know you've got black tax and the people you're comparing yourself with do not have black tech. Yeah. Now, when, uh, when you react like a teenager and go and buy a bigger car mm. that you cannot afford and then neglecting the people that are d- depending on you because you have black tech mm. comparing yourself to other people who are driving these big cars uh, who do not have black tech then you are actually be- behaving like a teenager, that preteen okay. child who does not know their own limitations. You might be 45, but how you're making those decisions and those choices, actually say you haven't matured in how you're
2: dealing with your life. Wow. You know, I've just learned something new and Yeah. more yeah. and doctor is that I've always thought FOMO has everything to do with events yeah, and, party and, and parties and, and stuff yeah. and now I've realized it's, it's got everything to do with everything that you, you are fearing of missing out on. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: And it, it could be simple. And like I said, I gave you the example of being in the restaurant and taking mm. other people's food. Mm, I do that. It could be in the company where <laughs> everybody is coming up with ideas about their brainstorming ideas, and they always have good ideas. And you keep thinking, why can't I come up with those ideas? Mm. And then instead of coming up with ideas in the meeting, you end up shooting everybody down because you feel like that means you're not smart, you're not good enough, mm. because you feel like people are going to see that I'm not good enough like them. It's the same sense of anxiety that you might have, that people have gone to a restaurant restaurant and they didn't include you. Why? Is there something wrong with you? You're not good enough. It is those types of conversations within yourself that that tells us that the formal for you is actually a problem. Uh It's a problem because you do not feel good about yourself. Your self-esteem is low. You actually believe that your sense of worth is defined by how other people include you and how you're part of the bigger crowd. Uh When in fact, you're supposed to be okay with whether you are part of them or not. You should Uh be able to have boundaries and de-individuate when you need to. All right.
0: Uh, lastly is uh, is it a fear of missing out uh, a personally uh, a disorder?
1: Um not necessarily. Um it it I think it, it gets to the point where if it is self-harming and it is harming the other people in your life, then we are and you don't know how to change it. Remember that a disorder, if it is having a negative impact in your life and you don't have insight onto it and you do not know how to change it, you don't have the resources to change it, you don't even recognize how it is harming you. Then we're going to talk about a disorder because it's affecting more than one area of your life. The whole system is suffering. Mara, when you are, for example, spending in a way that is reckless and you are aware that you're doing it, you are aware that you can change it, you have the resources to change it, and you actually start putting in place the strategies to stop spending, because yes, somebody has got beautiful shoes, but that doesn't mean you must get them for yourself, and now that you are aware, mm-hmm. you start changing it. We're not going to call it a disorder. It is when you are aware that you're missing out, and you cannot change it, you don't have the skills, and you don't even go to get the help. That's when we're talking about it being a disorder because you are trapped now in a circle of of disease, if I can put it that way um, and that's where I would like people who are listening to take it uh, uh, to to recognize the differences are you a victim of it? It is affecting all the different systems of your life to the extent that it's harmful to you and the other people that that that, that are depending on you and if that's the case, go ahead and look at it critically and get help for yourself
0: all right, mm. thanks a lot, uh, Dr. Tipiso uh Matinchi who is an educational uh, psychologist by the way i had fomo last night i forgot to tell you how about uh you were busy cooking for russians
2: oh for the russians and i was like hey, you see you see that's the danger part to have fomo not knowing what's going on there and the food looked amazing <laughs> the food was amazing but i was enough but how you know cook for yeah? russians with no russians yeah with no Russian. I the... saw oxtail. I'm like, where's the ration? Yeah, the there Russian? was the there was the ration. There was no Russian. The guests.
0: Uh, <laughs> 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 Rob Byrne is on the way. D, this is fresh.
1: Breakfast traffic.
0: Thanks, uh, Rob. Still to come your way. It is a comedy minute with uh, Bernie Mac. <laughs> Metro FM, it's where you at. It is fresh breakfast emoji with Angie uh, Somizi and Mpohza Java. Yeah, Java's great, eh?
2: He's amazing. He's mm. a he's a true reflection of what authenticity can do for you. Like it, it will bring it will make you stand out from the rest. Because you know the reason why I remember people laughing at him the first time we saw him at some awards. I think it was the Metro Awards. He was wearing the same thing that he was wearing at the. At the PETs. Oh, really? Yes, and they, say, and they said he looks like a taxi driver. And his idea behind it was because his father was a taxi driver mm-hmm. and his mother used to sell food at the taxi rank. So he was representing them at the awards, like thanking them, and people were laughing at him. And now, <laughs> people are praising him with that same outfit. They're saying, wow, nice representation of South Africa.
0: Wow. It is. 30.